It's the one area. It's the one area of like law enforcement where like I'll be like you know anti profiling, a cab, all that. Mm. But the, the pedophiles, you can fucking vibe on. Out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so guys, you can pedo. stop and frisk a pedophile. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's when blue lives matter. <laughs> <laughs> Hello and welcome along to the community notice board. You ready, Drew? Yeah, I'm ready. Hell yeah. No one's asked me if I'm ready. You're born ready, baby. Fuck, man. I'm ready. 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 I'm <laughs> you got anything on that, Kim? Um, Ops for a definition of bar. <laughs> <laughs> right, let's go. Right. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Community Notice Board Podcast. We're continuing our holiday series talking about travel, place of interest, and the gronks you meet along the way. We've got a very special guest, one of our favorites, comedian and host of... Multiple podcasts, mm. a seasoned veteran of the podcast <laughs> circuit. Cameron James is back. How are yes. you, mate? Yes. 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 I, I was. I wanted to go uh, in and then these two did, but I'll, like, I'll clap. Oh, mate, Not enough people so are clapping. Yeah. Yeah. You know, clap on a podcast and yeah. it provides a bit of energy and then the people at home, they listen and they think, you know yeah. what, these guys are having a good time. <laughs> <laughs> and then we just sit silently for the rest of the podcast and just like, oh, that's a good point about Bali. Uh, <laughs> I yeah, never I, thought of it that way. Yeah, yeah, I've been. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pretty cool. So yeah. the average rainfall in Bali. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for having me, guys. It's a pleasure to be here. And oh, we are here man. to talk about an Australian holiday destination. Mm. Well, and you may have figured it out by now. We haven't and, taken it yet. It's not the, our holiday destination. Yeah. Okay, Indonesia. yeah, but it is, yes. yes. It's a lovely place in Indonesia. Mm. Bali. Mm. Mm. And you've been a, a couple of, of times, haven't you, Cam? I've been to Bali twice. Do I, who here beats me? I've only got the one. You got one I've been twice. notch on the belt. I've been twice Two, as well. Two. Even um, Stevens. Fuck, I got zero. I'm still oh. yet to crack the. Sounds like someone doesn't have bloke friends, huh? <laughs> 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 Me and the ladies are going to Fraser Island instead. Been <laughs> <laughs> the with Sundays a couple of times. <laughs> <laughs> Me and the girlies. <laughs> yeah, of course. I've only been there on um, Bucks parties. Yeah, but, same. But um, Bucks combined Bucks wedding. Situation. Oh, so you're there okay. for like four days, five days, and the start of it is the bucks, and then by the end of the week, you're at the wedding. Yes. And I've got to tell you, they, they suck. <laughs> <laughs> terrible, <laughs> terrible setup. Terrible. You There's want the wedding. Risk. You want the wedding involved. Like, you yeah. don't want to go there for a bucks and have to come back. Yeah, the, like, but then just you've just got like downtime in the middle, and then you're at the wedding, and you're already sick of everyone, and <laughs> yeah. and you've like you've been shitting nonstop. Yeah. And it's like, <laughs> so what's great. the timeline on that for you? You do like a day or two for the bucks, then mm. do your own thing, and then it's wedding. You get a whole day to both times that I went. Um, I was one was when I was eighteen, and I was with my girlfriend now wife, and the other time we were married. So it was like four or five years later. Both times she was in the bridal party. Yeah, no. So I didn't really get much time. She was like busy the whole time and I had maybe one day of downtime on each trip. And also I think to make it worse, I didn't know anyone in the the, the party, in the right. groom's party, apart no. from I knew the guy getting married. Yeah. I knew the wife. I knew my wife. <laughs> 
<laughs> Pretty well. Oh, Would you well. say biblically? Yeah, yeah in the biblical way. We had, uh, I don't want to brag or whatever, but we've fucking French kissed and stuff. Oh, okay. yeah, but that was yeah, when yeah. you were married, when she was your girlfriend, you had not. No, no, no. Oh. God, no. no. We need have someone have in between you in the exit row, like, you know, in the seats. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> we just get someone to chaperone in between yeah. us. Yeah. We are not married yet. These guys are too frisky. So, so you're one of those guys in the box group chat, and then there's a separate group chat being like, all right, Cam's, Cam's all right, you know, give him a Dude, 100%. I was a pity, a pity invite to both barks because because Alex was over there for the hens. And so um, I'm like, I don't know who the fuck these people are. It's actually the worst scenario it when you're with so like, you're in another country. You only know the one guy who's the most popular guy there. Mm. Everyone's talking to him. Yeah, so yeah, you yeah, immediately yeah. you get there. It's like you're in high school again. You're like, I've got to find my way. Where am I in this group? Yeah. And then you just know you end up with the fucking cuck. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the two cucks. Yeah. You guys are the at the back of the group. Or yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. How do you, like the do, you, do you turn on the cuck? Is that how you hear it as well? I smell a perfect Cameron James dominant. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm like... um. The first time I can't really remember who I hung with. I think I was mainly hanging with like the cousin, like you said, <laughs> or like I put in a lot of dad time. Like oh, I'm hanging with the dad yeah. a fair bit. I don't mind that though. That's, even that's when okay. You know, even when you know the guy, like throwing the dad because the dad's yeah. always there, drunk, happy, he's <laughs> yeah. trying to fit in with the young dude. Yeah. You know what I mean? It also of makes course. you look like a good guy too. Oh, when totally. You're like, I've been putting in bloody dad time. These gronks are doing this kind of stuff. It's totally right? points on the board for you. Like mm. if you're. They think that you're a legend for hanging out with a dad, or if there's like a nephew or like a like a yeah. younger cousin or some shit mm-hmm. around, and you take him under your wing a bit and yeah, show him yeah, the yeah. show him the bright lights. <laughs> <of> who to <laughs> be? Show him a French kiss. <laughs> yeah. This is how you do cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you ever heard of a ping pong show? <laughs> heard of ping pong the sport? When can you see how they do it here? <laughs> a little different from your rumpus room, I believe. <laughs> no, no, don't bring the paddle. <laughs> Where we're going, we won't need. Paddles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but the second time, um, the second time was when I was in my early twenties and. I remember, like, it was pretty bro-y. Like, it was, it was a pretty bro-y bunch of bucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, we did all that shit. We did ping pong. We did, like, the strip clubs. Yeah. Like, all this, like, whatever. But so I, I had decided pretty early on I didn't really care if I was in with this group. Right. But I did want a friend. Because yeah. you're there for four days or whatever, and Alex is busy the whole time. So this is the guy driving you around the whole time. Hey man, where's the real good Balinese food? <laughs> <laughs> like the real shit, you know. So like, I made friends with one guy who was also a pity invite. His girlfriend was in the hens party or whatever, and um, and like I decided early on, this guy, we're both the outcasts. We'll just hang out the whole time. Fuck yeah! And we were pretty. It was sick because um. We just connected. We bonded right away. We're like, you and me, we don't belong here. Let's fuck off all the Bucks shit that we don't want to do. Like, there's all this shit that they'd plan. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. 6 a.m., we're going for a surf. I don't fucking surf. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm not going to Certainly that. not 6 a.m. No, no. <laughs> that was so bro They're going to do all this shit. We're going to go fire machine guns. All this stuff I wasn't really that into. But um, me and this dude were just like, we'll just drink a lot all the time together. And we went to the one big thing we really wanted to do we decided on like day two was we want to go watch some like Muay Thai fighting yeah. down in Kuta Beach. Uh-huh. And so I booked just this like, I booked tickets and shit. It was this place called like Bali Fight Night or whatever. And um, 
So we went just the to two of us. To escape the bro-y shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we don't, we're, we're more intellectual. <laughs> we don't need it. We want to experience the culture of Bali, the real Bali. We'll go and also, like, when you think about it, surfing at 6 a.m., that could be like a wholesome thing. Oh, like, yeah. Not bro at all. And you're, you're like, probably just diving you with some bro cams. Like, oh, he's losing. That's how much fun I, I, I love Cam- oh, Cameron's natural instincts blossoming because in the face of all this bro group, Cameron just decided to do a podcast with a guy. Yeah, yeah. Like, Pretty much. Like, I'll, I'll make friends with this guy. We'll have a few beers and we'll just talk the whole We're time at each talk. other. <laughs> Dude, actually, now that you're saying that, maybe that's you're exactly right that I just had – Shunned them off as being too broy, and then I've chosen the shittest things you can do just bintang and distilled <laughs> <laughs> bintang it boxing babes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there you go. But I remember we went to, I don't know if you guys ever seen Muay Thai fighting. Never. No, I've been in um, Thailand when they go down the street. I don't know if the same thing, but they, mm. they announce they in a, um, a truck like a ute. And the boxers drive down the street oh. and announce, like, we're fighting tonight, the two boxers. And it's sort of like the weigh-in ceremony, <laughs> but they drive down the street to try to encourage everyone to come. And it looks so cool. And they're just like, like, it's like Street Fighter. It's like the uh, cartoon fight thing, you know. Um, but no, I didn't actually end up going. But it's, mm. I know it's massive in, in South Asia. Yeah, it's huge. Yeah. There's so many, um, like, little arenas or whatever. They call them arenas, but they kind of look like, it's like a brewery. Like, they're just like mm. tin sheds. Mm with chairs going around it and the rings in the middle. So fucking hot. I mean, this dude, I didn't really know that well. We went and I booked us like ringside seats, but they're still like, it's not like you're going to a title fight. Like a Denzel Washington. It's not in the crowd tonight. You've got us on podcast with Cameron James. And you're like saluting the camera. the only guy in a full suit. Like it's like you're sitting on a plastic school chair right up against the ropes and like, it's actually the worst spot to sit because you've got a crane in your neck <laughs> up really and you're getting covered in sweat yeah, from these two Lord. dudes. Like when they're on the ropes, they're just dripping sweat onto <laughs> oh, you Jesus. the whole time. And it's such a disgusting environment because it's this hot tin shed. So everyone is sweating and the sweat is rising and then just gathering on the roof and just dripping back oh, down on you like you're in a rainforest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like so disgusting. Gross. I'm like sitting with this guy. I don't really know him. And we're trying to make chit chat like between fights and stuff. And there's big gaps between the fights where there's just a band playing <laughs> in the room, like in the corner of the room. But they're just all drummers and they've all got like a different drum. And they're just playing this like... Like this, this hypnotic beat over and over again, and you're kind of like not not much is changing, but every now and then another guy will come in and be like, like yeah. do some polyphonic yeah, yeah, yeah. shit, and you kind of like you feel like you're in a dream because it's so hot and you're so drunk, <laughs> and there's shit dripping on you and this beats going. You know what the band needs is a couple of outsiders, one who, one of which you can play guitar <laughs> and sing a little. Get a new friend on base. Yeah. Like, one of well, which he probably brought his guitar with him. <laughs> oh, hey, I just was wondering. I don't know if anyone needs a guitar. <laughs> you guys know Taylor by Jack Johnson? You all know any Ben Harper? Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm an innocent criminal. But it was um, funny you should say that because the guy, I'm like trying to make chit-chat with the guy and I'm like drumming along a little bit and he's like, are you, oh, you're a bit of a muso, bro. <laughs> 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 I love any opportunity to, to drop tell that. guitars. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess you could say I uh, dabble a little bit in the music. <laughs> 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 
Yeah, he's like. It was before you got the semi quaver tattoo removed from your neck. <laughs> yeah, this this treble clef. Well, it's, it symbolizes music. Um, but he's like, I'm like, yeah, yeah. Are you? And he's, are you into music as well? And he's like, yeah, 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 man. I rap. Oh, yes, yes. I rap, and I was like, oh, this is the best. <laughs> like, I, mean, I'm, I was kind of on the edge, but then I started thinking like, this might be the best night. This could be the best. This is the best way this could have gone. So I started asking about his rap stuff, and, he, and I'm like, "What kind of stuff do you do?" He's like, "Oh, I do like conscious rap, you know, like Tupac, like yep. yeah, yeah. like Common, it's all about yeah, 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 problems yeah. and yeah. shit." And he's white, by the way. Obviously, <laughs> obviously <laughs> most of the time, his name is like Kyle, or something. <laughs> and uh, and so I'm like, "Cool, what's do you have like a rap name?" He's like, "Yeah, it's KTS. It stands for Killer to Society." Oh. <laughs> Yes. Oh, that's not bad. Pretty good, KTS. Which I think is also, I think it's his initials, like Kyle Sullivan. <laughs> oh, that's good yeah, when you can yeah. make that happen. Yeah, yeah that yeah, is cool. Yeah. Yeah. That is like clever because you, you're paying homage to your family yeah. and your new family, your yeah. chosen family. So it means when you inevitably get the entire chest plate tattoo, yes, it, it has yes. a double meaning. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> when you stop rapping in KTS, well, of course, it's just my initials. Yeah. So it doesn't yeah. have any yeah. other yeah. meaning. Don't Google it. <laughs> my name is Kyle the Society. <laughs> <laughs> and he... Uh, so I'm like asking him questions and stuff and I'm all the while like filing it away. Like I've got to go home and look him up when I get home. And then he's loving that we're talking about his rap career. Yeah. He's so gassed up and he's having a great time. And so he starts like like rapping along to the drum beat oh, that's yes. going along. And I can't quite hear it because it's so fucking loud. Also, there's like industrial fans on and stuff. So well, I'm just catching glimpses every now and then I'm getting like, Society, not what it's meant to be, or whatever. Like just bits of, bits of Man, shit, like rules. generation across the nation, stuff like yeah. that. And I'm like really naughty, and it goes for so long. It's like three minutes, I reckon. Like he does a whole song, <laughs> and I'm like, like really gassing him up, like really getting into it, and moving around and shit, and going like, oh, every now and then, <laughs> like I'm really feeling the lyrics. The yeah, like, yeah. Like, yes, like yes, Damn. dude, like makes you think. But also makes you want to fucking dance <laughs> And then like He finishes it And I'm like That was sick You know What's it called And he says Whatever it's called I don't know Like Generation Generation Y Or some <laughs> shit Generation Strain Generation Strain and I'm like, cool, that's awesome. When did you write that? And he's like, oh, I didn't write that. That's like an old, that's an old song. It's <laughs> <laughs> like an old song from the oh, 90s. Yeah. Like, that's actually the real Slim Shady. <laughs> 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 it's like rap some other guy's song to me. That's so good. <laughs> I was like, oh. Segregation I just, poem I was something. like, I've been giving him so much. Oh, <laughs> yeah. no. Anyway, well, I hung out with him for the whole week and he was pretty cool. I kind of <laughs> loved him. Yeah, he sounds cool. I haven't spoken to him since, but I like, liked him. So we might be able to track him down. Yeah. yeah, I can't remember his real name. I only remember... KTS. If okay. he's still up online as KTS, we can find him. There's oh, gotta, man. yeah, because I was gonna ask you about the timeline, and you've obviously revealed 18. You go, you're, mm. you're well in the muso world. Oh, Later yeah. on, though, yeah, you're probably you're a comic now, so that's <laughs> the one where you're hanging around people. Oh yeah, true. You're watching Muay Thai, and then like, the drums are going, and then you know, like this reminds me of like a little riff I did, and then someone's <laughs> like, "Oh, you do comedy?" You're like, what? Why didn't you even bring it up? But drumming's kind of like stand up. <laughs> yeah, I've been. I do a bit of it myself. <laughs> Yeah, of course. Well, that's exactly right. I had since retired my musical side and I was now purely a stand-up comedian. Yeah. And as opposed to now where I'm 
bit of a podcaster, you know, actor, a writer. I've got a polymath. few things on the plate. Yeah, yeah, a bit yeah. of a polymath. <laughs> Finger in a lot of pies. Yeah, a bit of a Matt O'Kind type. <laughs> <laughs> Rapping to come. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but you've never been. That's crazy. I know. I know. I've never you been. You, Drew, you have a lot of, you've been a Bali energy other than that. Yeah. Right? I know. Yeah, like, like, 100%. Been. I'm yeah, surprised. Just like, in an earlier time. I, I my, All my cousins have been. My uncle's, like, he, he's more of a Thailand guy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> which is ominous. <laughs> uncle's more of a Thailand guy. <laughs> <laughs> I think I just put him on a list somewhere. <laughs> Um, I, like I would have gone. I just, um, it's like you know, you, you miss the, the yeah, opportunity. Yeah, I'd never been with uh, mates. I went with my family when I was oh, like fifteen, mm. which was so weird. Mm. But it was yeah. fun. But awkwardest um, ping pong show of all time. Yeah, <laughs> Sitting next to yeah. mum. No, I did. Oh, I didn't go to ping pong show, but I was. Uh, <laughs> but just yeah, there's a lot of sex and shit just on display. Everywhere, yeah, you know what I mean. And my so, my family went when I was about the same, or maybe I was sixteen. So I was old enough to not have to go. Mm. I didn't want to go. So my, bro- my brothers went and then the ca- they came back with so many stories. Like <laughs> my family would be like, the funniest part of the trip was when, um, you know, a lady came out and flirted with Liam and we all knew that she was actually a lady boy or whatever, yeah. but he didn't know. <laughs> and my brother's like, it's not, it wasn't fucking funny. <laughs> it's actually not funny. This wholesome family entertainment. You know? <laughs> So I never got to go, but was it mm. good to go as a teenager? You would have done all the monkey shit. And yeah, the monkey stuff. It was yeah. like, you know, I was, you know, angsty 16, 15 year old. I can't remember, but like. I can't what, imagine not you being enough, angsty yeah. well, you know, not enough teenager. to drink, but not. Old. I can imagine you at 16 being like, I've got the itinerary for the day. Every no, day. Yeah, 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 no, no, no. I was yeah, like. Angsty this about like so programming. <laughs> going to these temples. Being like, this is yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> God is real. Yeah, yeah, the monkey <laughs> shit was cool though. They they, they ruled. Like, now, was the, you said, so the first time was for the Bucks wedding combo, but and you were mm. 18. Was the was yeah the, with bride and groom both 18? Because that's an odd. Uh yeah. Or maybe he was a little older. He was a guy in a friend's band, so he might have been like one year old, maybe but a couple years like older. Crazy, pretty young, young. married, pretty young. How's, yeah. it, how's it going? How's it working? <laughs> I, don't, I don't think they're still together. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but um, but yeah, I don't think uh, I don't think it was good a good thing to be there at 18. Mm. I don't think it's fucking outrageous. Like nah. it's. There's no rule. It seems insane. I, yeah. I do have, do you guys know why it's like a, like Bali, we go to Bali, we don't go anywhere else yeah, in yeah. Indonesia really. And it's like, it has this image the, the history of it was like a few artists and that went back in the thirties. And then it was sort of known as a bit of a getaway, but then they made a movie out there. A guy made a, a, a qua, what's called a quasi pornographic film called <laughs> the virgins of Bali. <laughs> And because quasi <laughs> well, because nudity was like illegal in movies, and mm. like it would be pornograph, like porn. You know what I mean? So you couldn't show it in the cinemas, right? right. But um, there was like a loophole where if it was like native women, they could be walking around with their tits out, and no one cared, <laughs> or that no, everyone thought that's just fine. Then, yeah. so yeah. then this guy mate was like, "Oh, I see a fucking thing here." So he just made a movie <laughs> where he just follows around these Balinese women with their tits out for the whole movie, yeah. <laughs> and then it just it just went all the rage. Everyone was like, "This is the greatest movie ever." So it was basically <laughs> consisted basically of topless Balinese women, great success, and almost single-handedly made Bali a popular tourist destination. Holy shit, that's yeah. insane! So, so it all was these the, like, creepy uh, guys from the West <laughs> were yeah. like, "Hold on a minute, where's this place? Yeah. How do you spell that?" Every <laughs> single dad who watches real sex on comedy uh, channel yeah, yeah. or naked news—that's like, crazy. That it was yeah. like just 
I mean, that was like the throwing of the shrimp on the barbie for yeah, barley. Exactly. <laughs> they knew Fuck. what they knew what worked for. And it, and that really like bumped tourism up. To so that bumped it up, and then that was before the war, and then it became a big thing for tourists. And the war happened, and then eventually it all settled down in the sixties after all the oh man, communism so that movie was stuff. in the forties. That was in the thirties. Thirties. Oh, very that risky. So it had a so it, oh, wow. so everyone spent thirty years between the war and like. You know, all the communism and the purges and all that just sitting like, when can we go back to yeah. Bali? You know what I mean? So then, <laughs> it's like then, in the era where people thought the train was coming right at them. You're not surprised that it was a success. And I was like, obviously, did a bit of research, tried to watch it. And uh, <laughs> Did the guy direct anything else? Uh, no, he. he <laughs> the versions of Bali, the versions of Phuket. Um, My wife is leaving me. <laughs> Uh, the uncle who visits Bali four times a month, um, but um, yeah, no. Then and then it just became a huge thing, and obviously because it's so. But um, like a million Aussies in twenty nineteen pre COVID, a million one point two million Aussies went to Bali, um, one point one million Chinese, and then it just drops off like three hundred thousand uh, people from India, UK. So we are like by far the most popular tourists there. But apparently, in like again pre COVID era. An Aussie would die in Bali every nine days. <laughs> wow. It's like that Bono should be in an ad. We need to help these poor Aussies. Fucking drums. Do they know it's happy hour? Do they know Another Australian has died at a swim-up bar. <laughs> if we don't do something. <laughs> we need to make Noosa cool again so they stop going over to Bali. Um... Do you guys remember that dude from a couple of years ago who I think is the quintessential Australian Bali like goer who I think he like fly kicked some guy oh, off a I've scooter. got him. I hear <laughs> you. <laughs> Nick, Nick Carr, not a very lovely Brisbane comedian, Nick Carr, but the exact same name, Nick Carr. Um, so this guy, oh, I just love this. The moment an Australian tradie, they just have to throw in. <laughs> yeah. 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 Could have been a shoe. I'll ruin it for you guys with a photo because of you obviously <laughs> know, but have, just have a look at that photo. That's him at the end of this uh, rampage. He's covered in blood <laughs> oh, and the police oh. have tied his legs together with a blue rope wow. to, to like like lasso him. Yeah. Holy shit. And so, so he's sitting on the ground. <laughs> they're just harassing him. You know, not harassing him. They're just like interrogating him. But basically he he lost his mind. He ran down the middle <laughs> of a main road, fly kicked a motorcyclist. So just jumped and like karate kicked the guy who was driving his motorcycle. Like Holy knocked shit. him off. And there's video of it. And it's then, fucking insane. And then Holy ran shit. up ran up and started screaming, I don't give a fuck. Fuck it. Fuck it. Ran and jumped into like on top of a van that was coming at him too. Like bounced off the van. Like he was doing like, That's you know, Jackie Chan. Hero. Like, yeah, fucking stunt stuff. And then he went on a complete rampage, smashed... Mini art windows, smashed restaurants, broke into a local's house and assaulted the man sleeping in his bed. Like, no, not art, not trying to rob them, just literally going mental. Like, just <laughs> did it say no they, like, rhyme or reason. <clears throat> what he was, no. did he just drink or did he was so, doing yeah, mushrooms? So, or something? that was on his first day of a 10 day visit. <laughs> no. <laughs> day one. No, no, no. Yes. Oh, Are you serious? Day one. <laughs> Come on, did, that's Nick. day seven yeah. behavior. He was I probably think. drinking on the plane. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. A couple of light beers. A couple of nights before you got to, yeah. you know, yeah. can't sleep. I'm about to go on holiday. I'm home in Adelaide. Someone spiked his shandy. Yeah. <laughs> so he uh, he went over with a mate, just the two boys. Oh, come so, on. Yeah. That doesn't scream too bad. <laughs> <boys. laughs> Apparently, a couple of tradies in Adelaide, cashed up Bogan style. So they go there. Um, first <laughs> night, um, they visited several bars. 
Things allegedly spiraled out of control after he consumed 20 vodka drinks. And it, they, apparently in the, the <laughs> reporter's like, so you consume 20 vodkas, like 20 in a vodka mixes. He's like, yeah, and some cocktails. Like, He's <laughs> 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 like, uh, you know, oh, not just the 20, you know. I had some hey, not just vodka. <laughs> yeah, right. Right. Bit of rum, yeah, bit, bit of Malibu. Yeah, a bit of Coke, <laughs> mixing it up, a bit of sugar high, you know. Um, and he said, I really can't remember most of it. Um, I have drunk until I've blacked out before, but never like this. It's <laughs> <laughs> fucking open. What? Yeah. He, um, he was charged. He was going to do um, five years in Balinese jail, but oh, then fuck. they've got a system over there, which sort of makes sense, but it's sort of like if you pay the victim of the crime um, money, if you come to some agreement, then they cut mm. your sentence. So he paid the guy fly kicked like five grand, which is nothing in the scheme of things. And he got then he got cut down to like four months in jail. And so that's, that, <laughs> that's a bad. That's an, like an odd business, you know. You yeah. Five grand a fly kick somewhere. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Just coming up with a suitcase full of cash, <laughs> yeah. right at me, bro. It was definitely a, some sort of reality. <laughs> What's TV this show other poor bloke doing the rest of the time? You know, yeah, like, yeah. Oh, yeah been yeah. out with their mates, had too much to drink. You're like, don't worry about him. But like, you can't yeah. even. You're on the side of the road, being like, ah, oh, he just fly kicks people. Oh, okay, listen, man. he had twenty and cocktails. Yeah. Okay, yeah. he was probably ringside at the Muay Thai. Like he's coming. I swear he's. Coming. Beating the drum, just being like, wow. <laughs> this is making me want to maybe bust out a verse. <laughs> I, um, I, so that was Nick. Uh, he's, uh, he, yeah, that was pretty crazy. But I just, I found another subreddit um, called White Tourists and uh, just all <laughs> these headlines. I don't even go into the stories on them, but I just searched Bali to get the list. There's about 30 stories. A couple of them are a bit of a dud. Of the 30, by the way, about about 10 had sex or pedophile in it. So <laughs> I'm not going to read those ones out yeah, because yeah. it's not going to be fun, okay? So I filter them out. It's fun in theory, but yeah. once you get into it, <laughs> once you start comparing, once you get into it, it's not like, good, is it? You know, or did he pay five grand and get the pedophile? <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, but there was a lot of, yeah, Australian... <laughs> Uh, white Australian pedophile came out like four times. There's got to be, there's got to be. So I don't want to get into the weeds on pedophiles, but there's got to be a lot of them, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, that is <laughs> absolute tip yeah, of the yeah. iceberg. There's got to be no a lot. Like, yeah. There's a lot more that just don't like end really, up on like the fun part of yeah. Channel Seven News. You know, oh, it's only reported stuff. Like if it. you're a cop listening, and I hope that you are, <laughs> <laughs> and you're in that field where you've got to catch pedophiles and sex offenders, I reckon it literally should just be looking at the flight logs. Yeah. Yeah, fucking week. Totally. Who's exactly. booked? This guy's booked ten times. All right, he's gone. I'm sure they sort of do that, and then mm. and then they because they all. I think they always get done. But like those, that like anyone who goes to Bali like more than three, mm. like two or three that's times like, a year. Honestly, no, I got I got one more left, and then I'm a pedophile. <laughs> 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 I can't go again. It's the one area. It's the one area of like law enforcement where like I'll be like you know anti profiling, a cab, all that, mm. but. The, Pedophiles, you can fucking vibe one out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, guys, you can Pedo. stop and frisk a pedophile. <laughs> that's, that's when blue lives matter. <laughs> oh, fuck. I'll just read out some of this. These are the non pedophile ones. Um, just some Aussies. Some are Aussies, some are not Aussies, but they're all in Bali. Sydney man Ryan Williams, who was in Bali making his own cocaine. 
This is more authentic. He had a cocaine lab in Bali, and he said it was to help with his leg pain. So, uh, (laughs) but he was making cocaine in Bali. What a weird medicinal. (laughs) It was also like you would Uh, try to like bring it. Like, tell you you what, I've I've limped around a few parties. (laughs) (laughs) Trying to sit out the back. Anyone got anything? (laughs) Got a sore knee. Oh shit! I tell you what, my meniscus is playing (laughs) up. My sniscus. <laughs> oh, that was um, Ryan Scott. Um, a Russian man was caught attempting to smuggle an orangutan in his luggage. What, home from home Bali. from Bali. Oh man! Through the airport, he had a, a two-year-old orangutan that he had oh, put, to s- put to sleep, like drugs. That's got to be pretty like that's big. Yeah. Yeah. big. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's um, not carry-on. No, <laughs> that's what he said when he checked it. Went through the fucking X-ray. He was like, oh yeah, he's got a lot of bones. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Dunson checks in. It's a QF flight two three seven. So he wanted to, he wanted to take it back to Russia to have as a pet. That's what he. That was. He wasn't even trying to. I mean, Man, maybe that's you could what probably he's saying, buy one of those fucking things. Yeah, in Russia, yeah. right. Well, someone probably. Yeah, he's probably getting it because <laughs> someone bought it off true, him. He's like, true. I got one on. You know, I just go. Just you know, got to get it shipped in. You know, but um. So that was the uh, Russian guy. Um. It's just a lot of these Aussie guys who just have great. Um. Uh, quotes. It was actually, this is a Kiwi guy. He goes on another street rampage. I love their street rampages over there. Lasting more than two hours, hurling wooden planks at innocent bystanders, attempting to kick another driver. And he was heard yelling, I'm a one-man army, come at me. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. I love it. That's really good. Uh, And then uh, very rarely, there's not a lot of women up to no good, but this woman, um, I more feel sorry for her. She was an Aussie woman in Ubud, um, Northern Bali. Do you ever go to Ubud camp? It's more. I can't remember the names of any of the places yeah, I went yeah, to. Yeah. It's more in the I don't mountains. Think so, it's not the party part. It's where the artists. Yeah, Ubud's kind stuff. of the more upscale area too. Yeah, because right? that's where I think the prices hike up in Ubud a bit. Yeah, because it's not a part. Yeah, there's no nightclubs mm. there. It's just all like um, spiritual bullshit, whatever. But she was there. <laughs> <laughs> None of <laughs> the cool <laughs> shit. Swim up buzz. Zero stars. Sixteen-year-old Alex. But she was a woman, forty-nine from Cairns. She'd be. Became depressed because she ran out of money, money, stripped all her clothes off in the public area of the hotel in Ubud, just sat there and just wouldn't leave. They had to come Jeez, and arrest her. So she had a mental breakdown, stripped naked, and they had to like come down and put a towel around her. So that's it. Women, when they lose their mind, they just get naked yeah, and sit there. They don't fly. Men go, I'm a fucking one man army, cuz. Um, a bunch of Aussie tourists who were like on a bus or some sort of like schoolies thing um, got na- decided to be funny to get naked and then they drove a scooter over a jump into a Bali hotel pool, like fucking Del Jackass. Like Jack. you know I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And in they in cinemas it? Thursday. Yeah, yeah, I actually can't wait. <laughs> I'm oh, so yeah. pumped for it. So I've good. watched two and three in the build-up too. I'm so I I'm watched, making my girlfriend yeah. watch them all. <laughs> I watched three and 3.5 this week. <laughs> uh, we pause okay. any, of, any of like vomiting, we just skip through. I'm like, all right. You're, yeah, you that's know? the bit, that's the bit that like, my wife won't watch either. But, like, you know, yeah, I don't even like watching it, but still, whatever. Yeah, 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 um, yeah, but that's sick. So did they hurt themselves or is the lesson here that we can do this? No, <laughs> they got in tr- there, there, was a, there was a bit of a list of like Bali police are saying Aussies need to stop being such idiots. And a lot of the... And a, Couple, I think it was in the, this article. Someone was like, "Fuck! I didn't write this one down." But it was um, they were caught yelling, 
come on, YOLO. It's fucking Bali, bro. Let's get it. Like oh, the lamest, like most embarrassing shit. quote. Jesus Christ. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god. And then, um, and then last one, the another Kiwi was deported. He was found naked by police in Indonesian Indonesian park. He'd been hallucinating, and he told police he heard voices, and he'd be able to fly if he meditated under a tree. And he was caught naked in the park. So th- there's a lot of people who are hallucinating there. I think there's some sort of magic mushrooms or something. The shake. They, mm. they hand out. Yeah. Did you? Yeah. I didn't because I was worried about getting caught and becoming like the Bali Nine. Yeah. <laughs> 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 like, I'm like such a pussy. Like it's happened. But like I th- one night we were there. I was there for a box too. It was magical. We had this beautiful house with a big pool. And like you have all the security, like all of these like places have security guards who like watch the place and stuff. So like they got to know him and they were like, can you get us mushrooms? And they, I was like, just don't talk about it near me. I've got plausible deniability. The whole time. <laughs> You're turning on them. And yeah, yeah. I, was, I, I kept going on a pay phone to be like, they're here. <laughs> but I, I went out that night and got, went to a lovely bar where there was like live music and they, you know, those beer towers. That, yeah. that's oh, just like the yeah. Two yeah have yeah. one of them with my mate. That was a glorious time. And our trip got extended as well because i was on i was on the way back i was in the airport when an uh one of the volcanoes went off oh when was this uh 2015 or 16 oh I yeah think. the second time that yeah, yeah. so we were so there funny. and just like the airport was complete chaos some of the worst like australian people you've ever seen in your the, in your life like just abusing the staff yeah, and yeah. stuff yeah. but we were just kind of like fuck Extra day? How, like, yeah, did you get an extra day out of it? We got two extra days. Oh, so, so, like, good. we just were like, while everyone's yelling at the staff, let's get in a fucking taxi, mm. go, because these hotels are going to fill up because, like, our villa had, you know, the booking had expired. So we stayed in a hotel that had, like, a rooftop bar. And then, so the next two days, you know, just texting my girlfriend, now wife at the time, being like, yeah, got to stay in Bali with the boys. Funneling the hole on the volcano. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's keep it going. It's actually an act of God. I'm pretty <laughs> <laughs> It's just worrying about travel insurance. You know? We got um uh, the first time that happened, the Iceland one in 2010 or whatever. Yeah. We got we were supposed to be coming home from America. We'd done like three weeks in America, and that happened. And we got our flight fucking got delayed by a week and a half or something. So we got like an extra week and a half in New York. It was the best. Yeah, yeah. We had no money. We were like fucking whatever, like yeah. nine, nineteen or something. Well, I mean, like, Bali was the great place for that because, yeah. like, you yeah, know, I'm there two extra true. days. I drove fifty dollars out of the ATM. <laughs> <laughs> live like a fucking king and then got to claim like the hotel and like all my expenses oh, on travel insurance so, well that's like, that's oh, the one thing we got beer towers. i was like yeah this is my beer tower expense like give it back and they did <laughs> yeah travel expense like 40 dollars in bintang singles something why did you buy 10 i'm not gay but 20 dollars is 20 dollars these things are gonna sell themselves in sydney australia in 2016 what those big like wooden cock uh, bottle openers? Uh, yeah. 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 I had two, we had two of them. Like, yeah. Fucking the biggest lever of a beer opener I've ever seen. We had two of them in share houses at one point. And at, one so point funny. Bo- at one point, the bottle opener part just broke off. So we just had this big wooden penis that yeah. would uh, uh, There's your deniability the going. You're like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> quickly back on. Um, I just very quickly want to talk about last. I just found this other tourist. Um, it's got to be the one of the world's worst white backpacker tourist ever. This guy called Benjamin Holtz, he's German, and he's basically, um, he spent 10 years of his life just begging all around the world 
backpacking around these Southeast Asian countries that are really poor. Mm-hmm. Oh, and just I know. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. There's comedians like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> do this shit. He's be- so the thing is, he was born with elephantitis in his leg. Okay, there so aren't comedians like that. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's got a hook. He would have, he would have a great opener. <laughs> do you know what I, mean? I know what you're thinking. <laughs> I'm going out on a limb. This one, you know, <laughs> the big one. So this is see that guy on stage first, and you look at your ukulele that you just bought. <laughs> this is a photo of him. Uh, it's a completely benign thing. He's just got a really fat leg, right? One leg's oh, really yeah. fat. That's yeah. a big leg. So it's like it's like his leg is on a enormously obese guy, and then he's just it's a like a normal guy. leg, but on acid. Yeah. <laughs> so he realized. So basically, he um, and and you don't want to have sympathy for him because this is a quote from him. He t- talks about how he became this sort of beg packer they call him or they call him the party backpacker but he um but he I said the I, party backpacker is the name he gave him the <laughs> <laughs> big packer is the name that everyone else <laughs> fat leg joe his fucking stepdad calls him um uh so he goes this is his quote this is the origin story i married a woman i met through a computer game <laughs> oh no great start great. we had a lot in common we both had a handicap she weighed 40 kilos too much and i had my leg <laughs> He's just body shaming. I married a fat bitch. Uh, P.S. My leg is ginormous. Uh, the story, uh, this is where it takes a twist. We had a good life together. Then she lost the 40 kilos. Oh, no. She found a new man and divorce happened soon after. So that's his pleading for uh, sympathy there. So he sold all his furniture in Germany <laughs> and all his stuff and he moved to Thailand. And he basically got there and he blew his money in a week. And then he realized, like, he started, he said, oh, I know what I'll do. If I just sit on the street with a paper cup, everyone will look at my leg and give me money. So he just did that. And he did it and he started making, like, 100 bucks a day. And wow, all that. the locals who were also either begging or selling trinkets and all that were like, mm-hmm. fuck off. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. They got really mad. And mm-hmm. he kept telling people, I'm, you know that old thing where they, I'm stranded, I've lost my passport, mm-hmm. I need money to get to the hotel. Da-da-da. That's what he's doing. He's playing that card the whole time. And the locals were sick of him, so they all did like a community hand the hat around in the in the Thailand community <laughs> to get money. suction on the leg, <laughs> <laughs> and just to, yeah, just a well, half a treadmill, just <laughs> just to try to um, just to try to collect enough money to give him to so he'd fly back so home to Germany yeah. to piss him off. That's so funny. So they like really driving a guy to the edge of town, yeah, and, yeah, yeah, and don't so come back. <laughs> they raise. This is the locals, not the white tourists. The locals raised fifty thousand baht, which is about two grand. And gave it to him and said, there you go, you can fly back to Germany. And he fucking took it and went to the red light district and blew it all. On, on prostitutes oh and drinking. Stay wow. with his big leg being like the third one's even bigger. That's <laughs> 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 right, um, So the local media found out about it and that, that everyone got upset. And then it was a big thing all over Thailand. And then the, he got deported from Thailand. They're like, you're just an unwanted character here. You're just, you know, a waste of space. Get <laughs> yeah. out. Wow. He get kicks out of Thailand. He moves to Malaysia. And then he starts doing the same thing and eventually has to leave Cambodia. Eventually goes to Bali. And by now, people have figured out who this guy is on the it's not it's not just a local thing, it's like an international yeah, sensation. Yeah, yeah. And they're calling him the, the yeah, they're calling him by now the um the party backpacker. He just he just literally blows all his money. So he begs all day and then he goes to the bars and brothels, drinks, and he 
takes photos of himself at the bar eating all these meals and posting on his Facebook. What like the fuck? to like brag to friends back home or something. And so it's, it's just rubbing salt in you the You all room. made fun of my big legs. <laughs> <laughs> so he was just doing this and then eventually everyone on the internet were like, look at this guy. Now he's in Bali and they just kept like hounding him out. And so then he was there for a bunch of time. It's a real like creepy guy moves to a new comic scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Eventually. Burn enough bridges in Sydney. You're oh, up yeah. in Perth. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So true. <laughs> so, he, um, so he ended up being blacklisted from 10 different countries. And then it, this whole time he's never d- done anything. He's not even busking. Like some people go and like busk. <laughs> yeah, do yeah, some do fake some busking. Yeah, yeah. Put on a fucking show. Right, you got to do something with your leg or something, dude. <laughs> yeah. you know? Play a guitar on your leg. <laughs> <laughs> like a drunk uncle at a uh, fucking It's a bar. double bass. Like, it's know? big. Let people ride on it. Yeah. yeah. They can ride whatever they want exactly. on your leg. For like, War and peace. So eventually he just gets hounded out of Bali and all these places and he gets the shits. And he's like, this is annoying. So he ends up moving to Gambia in Africa where I guess there's like people aren't going to find him or whatever. He marries a woman in Gambia. And he says, this is great. I've got a family here. I'm happy. I've got this new wife. But then he says, uh, but he finds out it's illegal to beg in Gambia. So he starts taking business trips to the Canary Islands to beg. (laughs) So he's literally living in Gambia. That's his job. Flying to Canary. And he's talking about it. He's like, yeah, listen, um, I love Gambia, but begging's forbidden here. So I take frequent trips to the Canary Islands, which I call my second home. The spirit of giving is great here. So he flies to Canary Islands. He sits outside the Apple shop in Canary Islands and he begs for a couple of months, saves enough money. And then goes back oh, to Gambia. Flies business class. This yeah. motherfucker has got to get a job. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> get a call center, anything. I like, I don't care. He's still going to this day. That was like the story for 10 years. Like he's just constantly got a been. weird leg. Who cares? Yeah, like it's, yeah. not, it's not a real disability. No, I know. I and know. that's a way, that's way more effort than just going, oh, like it's getting a bartending yeah. job or yeah, something. Exactly. He's been in more countries. He's been like Spain, Portugal, Denmark, all these countries <laughs> yeah. just begging. And and he, he also has photos with his um he calls them his work associates and he's like other white beggars that it, they hang with. Oh, oh that is the worst. Yeah, yeah. Revolting. I know, <laughs> I know. So the, as much as I thought I was gonna do research and find like drunk Aussie tourists, which are, there was a lot of them. And then sex pedophiles, which yeah, okay, there's a lot of them. But the most scorn was for beg packers and these sort of yeah. like people who would just go to these mm, countries and yeah. expect and, and you know, there's people I've been, you know, in Bali and Thailand and stuff, there's local beggars who are like really like down on their luck and whatever. And yeah. they're like, you, they need, they can't go to Germany and live with their parents. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. exactly. That's the thing that's most annoying about it. And that's both times I've been to Bali and I've also been to Thailand as well. Um, <clears throat> I've been really uncomfortable with the whole bartering system, which everyone's loves. Yeah. Like my family would come back from oh, Bali and be like, yeah. it's the best. We talked them down at 10 cents or whatever. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I would be like, oh, okay, yeah, I guess I'll do that when I get there. But, Every time I've gone, I've always thought, this just fucking yeah. sucks. Yeah, and I know yeah. it's the culture and I know that they kind of encourage it and whatever, but I just hate it. I can't even imagine the fucking gall to sit on the street there and go, <laughs> hey, can I just have your money? <laughs> yeah. Post it on Facebook about it's your shit. It's fucking revolt. I want to yeah. kill this yeah, guy. Yeah, I'm going to start with his leg. I'm going to start <laughs> 10 times in the leg and work my way up. Oh, man. <laughs> Oh, um, I got a guy that this is a Balinese local actually. His name is Katut Lia, and he was he was uh, he worked for ages as like a 
psychic healer and palm mm. reader. And uh, he did this in Ubud, where it's all spiritual. And basically, he read people's palms and told them their destiny. And uh, he became very famous worldwide. I think I know who this is. Because American author Elizabeth Gilbert wrote in depth about her life changing experience in Ubud for the memoir Eat, Pray, That's Love. That's right. Oh, yes. what? Yeah. And so, so now it, he's famous. Yeah. Well, unfortunately, he has passed now. But uh, like he became, he became very famous from this book, and then like the huge movie with Julia Roberts. So he basically, like, had this little like shack where he read people's destinies that soon had like fucking like people queuing to go and see it. So <laughs> and it was by donation, suggested donations that suddenly went way way up. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like still only like twenty five bucks. And like you can just if you like type his name in Google, you see all these like all, like dumb travel blogs that are probably read by like a couple hundred people. It's kind of like this podcast. But <laughs> it's like, it's, it's like three nerdy comedians. <laughs> but they're they're all like stupid names like Pommy Travels and uh, stuff. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. like but they all go and like visit him. And like his reviews are like on Google are quite good, but like all these blogs are like pretty negative about him because like, you know, he's become famous and now he just like he went rips, to his head. Yeah, <laughs> he just like presses on his laurels and rips people off, which is great. Like yeah, yeah. like he wasn't ripping off before when yeah, he's exactly. reading yeah, people's yeah, fucking yeah, palms yeah, like, for 20 yeah. bucks. Well, that's <laughs> these people being like before he read palms and changed lives. Now no. he's reading my palm and just saying something that he said to someone else. Yeah. It's like he's been doing that for years. Yeah, yeah, like, but um that's such a great little microcosm of fame, hey? Like People, it's just you're doing the same thing, but there's more people watching, so yeah. there's more people to go bullshit. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. fucking sucks. I heard him say that to my cousin. <laughs> <laughs> so there's this article that this is like someone's experience, and they said like when I walked into his home, Katut, an old man now, was sitting on his front steps talking in Indonesian to a group of young Balinese boys and girls. I couldn't understand, but it looked as if he was tutoring them. He ushered me to come and sit with him on the floor and explained to me that he would read my face, my palm, and my back. At this moment, a lady from Holland and a guy from Spain. <laughs> my face. Yeah. Oh, yeah. My back. I didn't know you could read people's it. back. Yeah. I mean, it's a good way to do it as well. You're like, I'm the faith here. Yeah. Show me your dick, dude. Like, <laughs> I want to see it. Let me read that front. Yeah. <laughs> I want to see what that vein tells me. Uh, but he sa she says, at this moment, a lady from Holland and a guy from Spain with stars tattooed all over his body came in to watch and wait their turn. And so Katuk goes to this lady, you are very, very pretty. Your lips are as sweet as sugar. Okay. And and, yeah, uh, this guy got yeah, his yeah, ego yeah. blew up. Eh? And so, he called me some sort of faith mystical healer. Became a sex predator because that's a left turn. And then he fly kicked someone. <laughs> <laughs> so it says Katut sat uh, cross-legged and grinned at me, revealing his toothless smile. He read my face and told me he could tell I was very smart from the lines on the bridge of my nose, but not pretty. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's like that bridge. Uh, and uh, said that I was impatient with love but it's that it's okay because it would come soon. He then proceeded to read my palm, telling me I'm very, very lucky that I would live for a hundred years, be very rich and successful. I would be married once for the rest of my life. <laughs> that another man would come along, but I should be careful and say this exact phrase, you are not my cup of tea. So that's mm. what happens. Mm. And then she said, I decided to stay and watch the next lady's reading. And he opened with the line, you are very pretty. Your lips are as sweet as sugar. <laughs> and then uh -oh. told this lady the exact same fortune. The hundred, the, the hundred years, the marriage, the guy's going to come and, uh, you know, try and take you away. I mean, that's on like this person for yeah. sticking around. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Like, you know is, what you're getting. It's like... <laughs> 
I mean, like, sometimes you got to phone it in. I'm pro Katut in this story. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Katut rocks. Because then I found <laughs> that when he, when he passed, Elizabeth Gilbert, the person who wrote Eat, Pay, Love, wrote, like, a touching obit on her Facebook page where she, like, kind of confirms, you know, that he's been doing this the whole time and it's just, like, her, like, crying her eyes out and, mm. like, inferring too much from it and being like, this mm. guy's a genius. Like, and so she said, like, she thanked him for changing her life and she also mentions, like, numerous times that his advice changed her life and was, like, and he, like, said to her, like, oh, this is your destiny, you're going to come back here. And she came back numerous times and he never recognised her again. <laughs> <laughs> Even though she had a hand in making him, like, internationally famous. <laughs> And then, uh, <laughs> so, like, the obit's, like, accompanied with a picture of her, and she's holding this sign that, uh, that, like, it was a sign that, like, advertised the practice from when she first visited him. And so she wrote, this sign I'm holding, it was hanging outside his house the first time I went there. Years later, after Eat, Pray, Love and the movie, and after Katut became a rock star who tourists could come see by the busload, I went to visit him again. He didn't recognize me. And I saw the sign sitting in a pile of trash about to be burned in a bonfire. I asked him if I could have it. He said no. <laughs> but he told me But he told me I could buy it. <laughs> oh, man. This guy's a hustler. Yeah, yeah. So he paid 50 bucks for his trash and took it with her as a treasured memory. Oh, that rules. He, he's probably sitting there being like, why is this chick trying to buy yeah, my rubs? Why is this chick with sweet sugar lips and a big fucking lime in her nose? Don't harass me here. Maybe she's not my cup of tea. <laughs> <laughs> but, that, but that's Katun. Sadly, he passed in 2016 at the age of 100, but his family's oh, wow. like kept oh, his... Uh, so he lived that was yeah, he's yeah, written he his own fortune I mean, the whole time he's an extremely <laughs> successful life that's why I was the same one he's rubbing his own hand the entire time <laughs> <laughs> but yeah he fucking rules yeah, yeah it's so rocks. of course sick. how could you be better than that uh, I feel like we, can, we can't like go past Bali without talking about the Queen uh, Chappelle Oh, hey, oh okay. <laughs> yeah, oh, Dave, yes. yeah. The goat. The goat. <laughs> yeah, the goat. Um, the, the queen. That's um, actually crazy that that hasn't come up so far. Yeah. Well, that's very impressive. Nearly I mean, an hour without bringing Chappelle <laughs> Corby up. Well, I just, I've, I kind of did a little dive into her because I, um, a couple of years ago, she, I don't know if you guys remember, but I got pretty obsessed with this song with my housemate at the time. She released a song. She released a hit single. Oh, that's did she? Called, yes, uh, called yes. Palm Trees. I'll play yeah. it. I'll play it eventually. It's like, like an allusion to pod or something. No, no it was okay. a lot dumber than that. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was like an OJ. I really did it thing. Like she's talking, you know, she's talking about smoking weed. Oh, it's taking it in a second book. single backpack full of weed. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> if I did. Yeah. Yeah, Releasing like all those posters, like Tupac with the weed. <laughs> <laughs> it's got KTS next to her dropping a verse. Well, I'm just curious if like what you, do you guys think. She 100% did it. I, sure. I was going to ask. I I remember thinking when I went to Bali, at least the first, at least the second time, maybe the first time that like, oh, this could really happen. Like you could mm. just be yeah. going there, and then and then you get there, and there's there's someone's put weed in your backpack, but or whatever whatever she said Everybody happened. Everybody started locking their suitcase. Do you remember that when yeah, it was wrapping like, them? Buy remember yeah, they used to yeah, wrap yeah, them in yeah, plastic, yeah. and I think that was all that. But like now, I'm like looking, I'm like, she really just. Did that right? I like, think so. I think it's yeah. pretty. I mean, I don't. I don't know. She was in jail for a long time. If she's innocent, that's really bad for four dudes to just be like, "Yeah, she did it." She did it. <laughs> <laughs> but my instinct is she did it. Yeah. yeah. So I think it's a it. lot less. 
uh, crazy to think that she, I mean, the thing that I heard, which I don't know if it's a hundred percent reporter, but it's like when they went to open a backpack, she went, no, don't. She did. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, I mean, that, come on, that was a big I mean? thing she said. I That's have... what the uh, Russian orangutan guy said. No, no, he's sleeping. You know? <laughs> what was her excuse for you. saying no, don't? Um, she didn't offer one. She just said, she was like, oh, uh, and then my re- undies are in there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Help me to see my Brazilian <laughs> white delicates. <laughs> um, my big cock bottle opener that I'm importing. <laughs> well, I think like the, fu- the 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 best part about it, all like Australian um, opinion about it really changed because at the start it was mm. very she didn't do it, she's innocent, mm-hmm. all the polls, mm-hmm. and it just kind of like dipped as time and time went on. But a lot of she just is obviously from this like kind of a gronk family and she just has a bunch of like <laughs> fuckhead friends who so every couple of years someone would come out straight from the prosecutor's notes <laughs> <laughs> and she has a big gronk family so, yeah like every couple of years someone would come out like hey I fucking partied with her three years ago give me a hundred grand and I'll come on today tonight and tell you all about oh, it yeah and it just that kept that's good that's the katutstool school of like yeah, fucking yeah. over yeah. someone who there was a lot of that. there was one woman Jodie Power She's she was a big one she was a long time Corby family friend and she was like the first time i think that uh popular opinion started turning because she was like yeah i've known the family for ages they're fucking they love the gun (laughs) well her sister lived there right that was the other thing that i was like her sister lived there and it's like she was married to a balinese guy or at least seeing a balinese guy but like that makes sense why she was bringing a whole body bag full of weed is like the sister's like hey can you rent me some fucking weed Mm. over here yeah yeah sure like that that sort of alludes to that as well hang on was she bringing it in or taking it out bring it in oh really yeah she was bringing it into bali bali nine which I, I don't know, yeah, well, they, they That's were the after. other one, right? They were, they were leaving with They were heroin. going from yeah. Bali with heroin. They were the Australia. Ones, which is a classic. Got murdered. By the way, my neighbour was is not a, my parents' neighbour, not a Bali 9 guy, but like pre-Bali 9, like 80s, went to jail for bringing heroin over from Bali wow. to Newcastle. Oh, yeah, wow, yeah. Really? Like, he's just like this old rocker dude that lives next door to my mum and dad, like a surfer dude, plays the drums. And then he just like, my dad was like, yeah, I've known him forever. And then he like disappeared for like six years <laughs> and no one knew where he went. <laughs> and we yeah. found out that he was in jail for That's bringing heroin in, in Australia <laughs> or in Bali. Uh, he, from Bali to Newcastle. Yeah. But he got... Uh, he got arrested in, in, in Australia. Yeah, right? that's what you want. Yeah, your parents yeah, yeah. as well yeah. kind of being like, so have a think about this music career. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I like the drums. Well, Pete next door went to jail. That's <laughs> for having heroin in his hands. <laughs> okay. And you're like, all right, about to go to Bali two times in four years. Yeah. So, so you're like, <laughs> um, this this chick was like, so this is Jody Powers. This again? is Jody Sorry, Power. Yeah. Well, she she just she went on today tonight. She got paid like a shitload of money. And she went on. I was like, "Yeah, she definitely did it." Uh, and, and she goes, "Give me Family a friend? this is this is fucking this is today tonight. This is you know six thirty on Prime on a weeknight." She gets in and she goes, "Yeah, uh, give me a polygraph and I'll prove it." Uh, fails the polygraph <laughs> straight off the bat. <laughs> and then on the same episode, she's like, "Give me two more." <laughs> she, she passed two out of three. Yeah, she did a best two out of three on the polygraph. And, she, and then she claimed it later. She was like, well, the reason I failed the first one was because I lied about, like, the personal questions that they used to set it up. You know, like, uh, like oh, is this your age or yeah, something yeah, like yeah. that? <laughs> <laughs> um, but she, yeah, she really threw the family under the bus. But then it came out, there was a photo of Chappelle with a known drug dealer from Adelaide. And um, it was apparently taken before she was arrested, but he claimed... 
because he had hit those records of this guy visiting her in jail. So this known like drug dealer like, went over there and just like, hey, I'm just <coughs> I'm just seeing this woman I don't know and have no relationship, mm. especially certainly not a business relationship. And uh, they got had a photo and it was like them like near like some pond. And the guy was like, no, that was in the jail. Like that was a photo mm. I took with her in the jail, but it was like a weird pond, which I, I don't know if like what Bali Balinese jails like. There's koi ponds everywhere, but <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It sounds kind of sus. So. Um, <laughs> and then, of course, the big one was when there was a book released called "Sins of the Father" by some uh, Sydney Morning Herald investigative journalist, uh, where basically it was just like her dad. He did all this research, and I think her dad was like pretty well known as a weed dealer within Australia, and had set up all these like connections with the guy who had the photo with Chappelle mm. who visited her in jail and was like she was 100% just smuggling weed for wow. this guy and apparently had done it a few times but, but that's what I don't get about w- smuggling it into that country is like surely you'd make more money just selling weed in Australia yeah mm. you'd, right? yeah I guess Do you know what I mean like yeah. like um, is it for expats and tourists though Maybe. yeah yeah I guess <laughs> and it might be because it is illegal and punishable like pretty harshly it's probably a massive markup I, mean, I, don't, know. I don't know yeah no, that, I that always I didn't understand um, that, but, but I loved that was like just the the media attention because you realize like you know I don't I can't even remember when this happened two thousand like early two thousands when mm. we were probably all still like late high school mm-hmm. how much of just like a, a dominant media story it was like everybody knows Chappelle Corbin yeah. now yeah. she's on fucking like Dancing with the Stars last year she was on SAS Australia two years ago she would have almost certainly got an offer from Ralph or like Zoo magazine oh, or right? yeah. she's about six months from starting stand up I think you know? <laughs> <laughs> she'll do a one woman show and she's pretty good <laughs> yeah. 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 she'll be she's MC gonna be on the 100 with Andy <laughs> Lee pretty fucking soon she's a trades hall yeah. <laughs> um, she's with Andrew Taylor <laughs> <laughs> she tried for token but uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, there was a, two of my favourite things that have happened because there's a long thing uh, on on the Wikipedia page about her, about the media and the public response and, you know, everybody's sort of reaction. Two favourites. Uh, one, there was a documentary concerning her arrest, trial and imprisonment, which was released in uh, 2007 called Ganja Queen. <laughs> great. <laughs> it's a great title. <laughs> that's if you a, can get it. That's, <laughs> that's, a, really that's good. a second single as well. <laughs> 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 and, um, and then this... this I just, this tickled me. This is the direct quote from um, Wikipedia, uh, sourced and everything. Corby has used her status in media to advocate for causes such as missing child William Tyrrell to the dismay of the child's family. <laughs> <laughs> That sucks. (laughs) I read that. And then there was an article where I was just like, man, leave us alone. (laughs) Everyone needs to find this child. The family, like, oh, just don't. Don't. Listen, we'd rather him stay missing (laughs) than you get good PR. Come on. I don't want to be associated with the ganja queen (laughs) over here. I Um, mean, to me, she's. A pretty harmless criminal. Yeah, yeah, oh, totally. Yeah. I quite yeah. like. Even her. if she did it, who cares? I think yeah, she's ultimately cares? a victim of something. It's either a dad bullying yeah, her, or yeah, just exactly. how unfair. Just how? What did she do? Like t- nearly twenty years in jail, fifteen. Such a long time. A long so time. It was long. commuted Unreal. by I think I think five years. So I think about fifteen years. Unbelievable. And it's like it's fucking forever. I think she rules, and I love like yeah, I love someone who yeah. comes All back and she's like writing a book, and just like every little bit of money she can squeeze well, out like, of why wouldn't can. you you know you yeah, go you on I'm a celebrity totally. you do all that shit you've just make, lost 15 years of your life yeah, yeah. here's the just thing 100%. make the money for fucking 10 years and then just go back to Bali and chill out yeah. absolutely yeah yeah and I'm very pro Chappelle yeah. uh, by I, the way I, but like the other thing is like what <laughs> if she came back and then started working at 
Donut King. Everyone would make fun of her then too. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Like, yeah, 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 what yeah. is she supposed to do? Like, yeah. there's no, if she's like, oh, Chappelle Corby's a BP server. Well, like, she, yeah. oh, she got fucked. Like, she got completely <laughs> her, fucked over. Yeah. I, yeah, let her live a life. Let her release her singles, which are great, by the way. You'll hear it very shortly. Um, <laughs> my favorite was though. The, there's a Gold Coast businessman called Ron Bakir. Uh, do you guys know this guy? Mm, I don't know. He Gold Coast businessman. He basically <laughs> Ron. I love where it yeah. started. <laughs> <laughs> well, of of the whole Chappelle Corby saga. This is my absolute favorite because this guy, there were, there were rumors going around that he'd knocked her up. I don't even know if she was pregnant, but, right. but, but like that's people would just be like, he'd visit her or he, <laughs> he donated a lot of money to her cause. And they were like, not only is she pregnant, but he fucked her. And it's like, <laughs> she's not even pregnant. We can't even, the first part of the rumor isn't even true. And people are still like squeezing the, uh, the rumors in. This guy fucked Chappelle. He's <laughs> <laughs> got a big Ron's like, oh, fucking but this don't shoot blanks. I'll tell you that much. This is, um, this is, so this is Ron Bakir. And this is, uh, this is from an uh, article I read about him. So this is a direct quote. Uh, Mr. Bakir, the face of Mad Ron's mobile phone business, Sick. was bankrupted in 2002 and has yet to pay off his creditors. And two businesses within the confusing web of privately held companies that control Mad Ron's have failed in the past four years. The latest failure was Crazy Ron's communications. <laughs> it's gone from Mad Ron to Crazy Ron. Listen, I put my life savings into Crazy Ron's and I thought it'd be a safe investment, okay? Yeah. You know, pull out, like, the people who pulled out at Mad Ron's. Fool me once. And then, so, um, Crazy Ron's, so what happened, the reason Crazy Ron's failed was because they, um, they had to pay $1.4 million after this massive court case with their uh, business rival. And this was described as a David and Goliath legal battle <laughs> with large national competitor, Crazy no. John. No! <laughs> no! Fingers crossed, fingers crossed John would get involved. Oh, no. It's John, man. He's sinking the little guy. John and Ron. This this country's only crazy enough for the one of us, Ron. Crazy John's just like, that's something we've got to research at some point as well. Like, well into the mid-2000s. It's like a storefront with like a mentally disabled man. Wow, buy a Nokia 3310. Someone. Mental retard. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. I'll pair it with. Uh, you gotta press the blue button. Yeah, hit, hit it up because let's have a listen to this. You good? You good? I think so. If it doesn't work, we can just edit around. But um, here's the single. Here's the hit single, Palm Trees, uh, or at least a little sampler. I'm in Queensland and it is sunny. I have the palm trees. <laughs> good, right? Oh, here we go. Yeah, I like this. This is. Oh. Mm, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. It's in a JTS verse right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Generation X. <laughs> booming at the head. <laughs> so is it just like sort of dance house? It's a banger. It's, it's not a banger. It's a. It's, oh, okay. Oh, no, it's oh, a banger. <laughs> Sorry, it rules. There's a lot of Queensland references. All the good, all good house dance music have a lot of Queensland references. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I've gone to a club being like, do you take requests? <laughs> I want to hear a song that references local businesses from Redcliffe. <laughs> She's got um, a pretty good set of pipes on her, though. Yeah, I'll give yeah, her that. It's a great yeah. song, and it's um, 
It's, it's, what are you selling it on commission, Drew? Do you get a dollar for every download? Wait a minute. Does your driver's license say Ron Bikini? If you want a ringtone, I'm still You said you said you she was with Andrew Taylor earlier. You were half right. Oh fuck. All right. Um Cam, we got some questions for you to finish this podcast off. Say someone says to you, Cam, I've heard the box stories. Wonderful. I am going to Bali myself and I need an itinerary for something to do morning, afternoon and night. What do you tell them? <laughs> I'd say uh, get invited to a wedding that's in a resort and <laughs> pretty much never leave. Apart <laughs> <laughs> from that one time you go out into the fucking <laughs> beach. That's all I did. I didn't yeah. do fucking shit. I went like on one day, I went on a journey to the place next door to get an acai bowl. <laughs> 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 didn't do anything. <laughs> That's perfect. Good. I saw there's an Ikea in Bali now. That'd I saw great. that too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, that'd be really cool. I was like, oh, gentrification. <laughs> like, oh, Swedish meatballs. You know? <laughs> How exotic. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, uh, here's the last question. Uh, if your comedy career, not if, when, <laughs> it has ascended to the stratosphere, <laughs> mm-hmm. your podcasts are the most listened to podcasts ever. Mm. You've beat Rogan. Mm. Oh, my God. And then you've got these <laughs> big oh stacks God. of cash. Would you take that money and settle down in Bali? I, you joke, you joke. But I have said not multiple really. times <laughs> that I would love to live in Bali and own property there. I know mm. a guy through my friends who got married there who did that? He got his his name's I don't want to say his name, but he got he, he, got, hit, he got hit by a truck when he was like twenty and got this huge compo payout and bought property in Bali. But because it, you can't buy residential, you can only buy business properties there. He just bought a shitty storefront and then also bought everything above it mm. as well and just lives in like penthouse living. Wow. And then sells fucking scarves downstairs oh, or some man, shit. That's sick. Um, so that would be that would be a bit of a dream. After yeah. meeting that guy with his fucked up legs, <laughs> <laughs> I'm starting. I look at trucks now in a different yeah, way. He should have started begging with that fucked up leg. Started duo. I mean, this isn't a lie, but after I went to Bali, like I bet if you've dug deep enough in my Google Docs, there is a there is a word document that says novelty shirt ideas because I was like. Oh, I could make funnier ones. Than <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm a, I'm a comedian. That's your business. Yeah, yeah. I was like, if we make the shirts and we make them good, we can fucking dine out on that, right? <laughs> Jamie turns up at the airport with his fucking stuff. He's importing the country. And he's like, don't open that. <laughs> she says, I'm gay. I'll suck your neck for 30 bucks. It's funnier than that one. <laughs> I'm a gay man. Yeah. And I will give you a blowjob. Yeah, it says the man. There's no subtle thing. Yeah, no subtle thing. <laughs> the man pointing up. And the legend pointing to the <laughs> elephant tiger. <today. laughs> oh, uh, Cam, oh, dude. wonderful to have you mm. on again. Do you have anything you want to plug? Shows, podcasts? Let us have them. Thank you. Yeah. Um, yes, I'm doing all the comedy festivals this year. I'm doing a new show at all of them, which is it's called Electric Dreams, and it's about all the songs I wrote when I was a teenager and I'm going to sing them and tell the stories behind oh, them. Incredible. Uh, it's That's very awesome. humiliating. <laughs> um, but anyway, so, you know. I think I read the lyrics to one yeah, of them. Like, yeah, I put, I, I put some lyrics up to a song called Mary Jane, um, <laughs> which is inspired by the Ganja <laughs> Queen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to get that collab. <laughs> uh, so that's, uh, if people want to come to that, the info's on my Instagram, which is at I am Cameron James. And um, listen to the Total Reboot with me and Alexi Teliopoulos. And the Becky, Becky and Cam Hotline. And the Becky Hotline. and Cam Hotline, yeah. Yep, yeah. yep, yeah, yep. Yeah, yeah. And listen to 
um, just your heart. And <laughs> <laughs> follow, follow the words and tell you where to go in this life. I'm trying to be the new Katoot. Yeah, <laughs> I can see it. Yeah, yeah. Just like going into open mics being like, let me... Let me read your back. Read that back girl. <laughs> <laughs> what that back do? <laughs> oh, and man. as always, you can rate us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify now. Thank you for the five-star reviews. We're on all the socials. We have a YouTube channel where we put the full video every week. And if you've got any hot tips about any areas or places or stories or gronks yeah. or characters... Let us have them. We baby. take requests. If you got a request for a town, we'll, yeah, we'll do it. We'll dive in. We'll do it, man. Yeah. This has been a real fun what a, one. What a fun episode. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Thanks so much for coming, guys. That was so funny. We'll, we'll see you next week. Bye. Thanks, everybody. Bye. Bye.